Hello, word nerds. Welcome again to another episode of The Dictionary, the podcast where Spencer reads the dictionary and tells you what he thinks about the things that he's reading uh, as it happens. Real time, no editing. Here we go with the first word in this episode, corn salad. Two words, noun from 1597, any of several herbs of the valerian family, especially a low European herb that is widely cultivated for its leaves used in salads and as a pot herb. Uh, Called also lamb's lettuce or also mash or mache. I do not know how to say that. Lamb's lettuce, maybe it uh, the lambs eat it and we eat it in salads. It's uh, used as a pot herb. That word is spelled pot herb, but it looks like you would pronounce it potherb, potherb, because there's a th in the middle. The genus name of this herb is valerianella, valerianella, because it is in the valerian family. Oh, and there's a couple of scientific names, valerianella... Valerianella locusta, and Valerianella olatoria. Such beautiful names. So this is called corn salad from its occurrence as a weed in fields of grain. So, but it's a, it's a lettuce that we eat, but it's also a weed and it usually grows in fields of grain like corn. So it's... <laughs> It's so, the name is so funny to me because it's a description of where it's grown, but it's also a description of how it's used. But I feel like there could have been, it's it's a very specific and accurate name, kind of. Corn salad. You'd think that it would be a salad made of corn. It's not. Okay, what is our sound effect? I'm going to do something like, some sort of goat sheep thing. Next word is corn silk. Two words, noun from 1846. The silky styles on an ear of Indian corn. What are the the silky styles? That sounds like a radio DJ. The vocal silky styles. I don't know. The Indian corn, specifically Indian corn. Why not other kinds of corn? Is that all the silk when you're husking the corn? All the silky stuff is called corn silk? It must be. Is there another name for it? I don't know. Hair. I think I always called it just like the corn hair. Okay, next word. Corn snow. Yeah, snow, corn, corn snow. Two words. Noun from 1935. Granular snow formed by alternate thawing and freezing. Granular snow formed by... So the snow thaws and freezes and thaws and freezes... And then it becomes corn snow? Why is it called corn snow? Nobody's telling me why it's called corn snow. Does this does the it's granular, so maybe it looks like corn kernels? I don't know if I've ex- ever experienced corn snow. I've never heard of it. Maybe it's uh, only in certain places. Next word. <laughs> Cornstalk. One word, noun from 1645, a stalk of Indian corn. Is the corn that we're used to in 
America here? Is that called Indian corn? I, I don't know my my names of corn, so maybe that's Indian corn. Um, why can't a corn stalk be a stalk of some other kind of corn? An Indian corn, at first I thought India, the country, but no, this must be, you know, the indigenous Americans, indigenous people who used to live, still live on this country, this landmass, um, you know, they obviously used to be called Indians, but that's a word that we're trying to get away from. Uh, so that must be what that is. But why are we still calling it Indian corn? I don't know these things. Next word. <laughs> corn starch. Apologies if this is a very irritating sound effect. Corn starch. One word. Noun from 1853. Starch made from corn and used in foods as a thickening agent in making corn syrup and sugars and in the manufacture of adhesives and sizes for paper and textiles. Cornstarch gets used in a lot of things. Uh, uh, corn, yeah, I, I guess uh, I've probably used this if I had to make something, but I don't really make a lot of foods. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if I ever have used it. But yes, thickening agent. If you need to make a thing thicker, like a maybe a, a cake or some sort of a baked good, something, you use cornstarch. I don't know where people use cornstarch. Maybe biscuits, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. This whole podcast is just me saying, I don't know. I don't know these things. That's why I'm learning. Moving on to... <laughs> Corn sugar, two words, noun from 1850. The synonym is dextrose, D-E-X-T-R-O-S-E, dextrose. Maybe it's sugar that is that comes from corn. Is made, processed, processed corn, turn it into sugar, it's dextrose. Next word, <laughs> corn syrup, two words. I suspect it is very similar to dextrose. Noun from 1903, a syrup containing dextrins, maltose, and dextrose that is obtained by partial hydrolysis of corn starch. So you take the corn, and then you make the corn starch, and then you partially hydrolysisize this corn starch, and you get corn syrup. I get, and maybe there's corn sugar in there somewhere because we did see that corn syrup uh, contains dextrose, which is corn sugar. This stuff, this stuff is in everything. I don't think we need it to be in everything. It just, it's a filler. It's a filler that's unnecessary and it's making people unhealthier. We don't need it. I don't think we need it. Try and find stuff that doesn't have corn syrup in it. High fructose, Corn syrup, corn starch, all that. Uh, it's not as necessary as it as we're making it seem like it is. Meh, 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 meh. Next word is cornu or cornu. C-O-R-N-U. Noun from 1691. A horn-shaped anatomical part as of the uterus. That is the example. Uh, so yeah, I guess if you look at the, the uterus, it's, it's anatomical, it's in the body and, uh, the par parts of it sort of look like horns, I guess. So it's, uh, 
It is. Uh, it's a noun. So it's. Uh, I guess the would the uterus be a cornu or a cornu? Um, because it's a noun. Interesting. Interesting. Um, and then cornuul or cornuul. That is an adjective. Meh. Next word is corn cornucopia or cornucopia. If you want to get that little y sound in there, cornucopia. Noun from 1508. One, a curved goat's horn overflowing with fruit and ears of grain that is used as a decorative motif emblematic of abundance. Two, an inexhaustible store. Uh, synonym is abundance. We have a cornucopia of things. There is a cornucopia of covid going around the world we have an abundance of it too much i would say three a receptacle shaped like a horn or corn a cone horn or cone cornucopian is an adjective and uh yeah it basically it's from the latin i guess this would be a phrase cornu copii two words cornu and then copii and that means horn of plenty and we turned it into cornucopia. Uh, it's a thing shaped like a horn, uh, either literally a goat's horn or like that wicker baskety kind of thing that's shaped like a horn. And uh, it is filled with stuff. And you are so, uh, you have a, an abundance of it. You are very lucky if you have an abundance of food. Uh, and of course, this is a t- very typical thing that we see or used to see in like Thanksgiving uh, images. Yeah. corn, And now you know why it's called a cornucopia. Because corn is horn and copia is plenty, essentially. Plenty of horns all up in this place. Next word, speaking of goats' horns, <laughs> it is cornuto. Or cornuto, C-O-R-N-U-T-O, noun from 1598, and the synonym is cuckold, C-U-C-K-O-L-D. And, uh, hmm, interesting. Assuming it is the word that I think it is, uh, we will see that later, And then, but if I look at the etymology, um, it's from the Latin cornutus, which means having horns. And so... Cuckold, having horns. There's probably a number of definitions for cuckold, but I am not sure of the other ones. We'll find out when we get there. <laughs> Next is corn whiskey. Two words. Noun from 1780. Uh, if we look at, I think it was yesterday's episode, we had uh, corn meal. I believe corn meal is used to possibly make corn whiskey. What does it say? It is whiskey distilled from a mash made up of not less than 80% corn. And it says compare to the word bourbon, which is, uh, I assume it's made of something different. Similar, but different. So this is whiskey distilled from a mash. A mash, of, it's a uh, mashed up grains, uh, but it cannot be less than 80% corn. It can be more than 80% corn, but if it's less than 80% corn, you have to call it something else. Maybe you have to call it bourbon. 
Oh, bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. Next word. <laughs> this is the end of the corn words. It is corny. C-O-R-N-Y. First form. Adjective from the 14th century. Number one is archaic. Tasting strongly of malt. If it's if it tastes very much like malt, it's very corny. Because I think, does malt come from corn or some kinds of malt can come from corn, possibly. Maybe back in the day. Two, of or relating to what? To corn. Corny. Corn. If you've got, if you're grilling up and you got a plate of corn, your plate is very corny. My jokes are very corny. Three, mawkishly old-fashioned. And then there's more, tiresomely simple and sentimental. So corny can mean mawkishly old-fashioned or tiresomely simple and sentimental. Those are two very interesting adverbs, mawkishly and tiresomely, as in told corny jokes. They are terrible and great. Cornily is an adverb. And corniness is a noun. Okay, next word. <laughs> Third, no, second form of corny adjective from 1689. Relating to or having corns on the feet. Oh, your feet are so corny because they have corns. There's probably some sort of foot pun corn joke in there and then the joke can also be very corny on multiple levels next word <laughs> it is corody or corody c-o-r-o-d-y noun from the 15th century an allowance of provisions for maintenance dispensed as a charity an allowance of provisions for maintenance Dispensed as a charity. Uh, So I guess if somebody is donating a lot of money, maybe a portion of it is allowed for maintenance, and that's called a a carity or a cority. And the etymology does not help. I think I got got it close, maybe. Next word. (laughs) That That was a bad one. It is Corolla or Corolla. It's like the, the car, the Corolla, C-O-R-O-L-L-A, noun from circa 1753, the part of a flower that consists of the separate or fused petals and constitutes the inner whorl of the perianth. I love reading these definitions that have to do with plants and flowers because I'm I, there's always words that I am not familiar with, and they're great, great words. Whorl, perianth, correlate, correlate or correlate, uh, that is an adjective. And uh, it's basically from the Latin diminutive, uh, or the Latin word corona, which that'll be in tomorrow's episode. Next word, are we getting more horsey? Nay, no, we'll, we'll stay goat. Goaty, goaty, sheepy. <laughs> it is corollary. 
It, let's see, corollary, corollary. The British say corollary, corollary. Noun from the 14th century. One, a proposition inferred immediately from a proved proposition with little or no additional proof. I would like an example for that. Number 2A, something that naturally follows, and the synonym is result. What is the result of your tests? That you, what is the corollary? The cor- correlation, uh, that's, that's probably related. 2B, something that incidentally or naturally accompanies or parallels. So something that comes next, naturally comes next in sequence, or is uh, con- happening at the same time. Concurrently, that's the parallel part, corollary. I feel like, yeah, there's a word. Cor- c- yeah, correlation, correlation is something correlates to something else. Uh, they're connected. I don't know. I'm not really describing this very well. Corollary is also an adjective. This is from the Latin corollarium. That's money paid for a garland. That's what that means. Or also gratuity. So if you are paying somebody a tip at a restaurant, which you should be, you should be tipping your servers very well because they they deserve it and they don't get paid very well except for tips. We live in a weird, weird system where this is happening. Uh, but I guess you, that would be a corollary or a corollarium, something like that. Next word. <laughs> what was that? Coromandel. Cor- coromandel or caramandel. C-O-R-O-M-A-N-D-E-L. Coromand- cora- coromandel. You have to emphasize the man. Coromandel. Noun from 1843. And the synonym, the synonym is calamander. And I think, if I'm remembering correctly, that was also just salamander, wasn't it? I mean, it's like so close to salamander that I feel like it actually was salamander. I'm I'm quickly trying to go back. Uh, I'm getting close to where this word would be. We're gonna find it. We're gonna find it. Boopy 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 boop. Calamander. It is no. It is not. It is wood. It's like a tree. Hmm. Interesting. So that was coromandel is also calamander, which is a tree. And the etymology says it is um, it is from coromandel, which is a coast region in India. So there's a region in India along the water. It's a coastal region. And uh, maybe that's where these calamander trees are. Last word. <laughs> Coromandel screen. Two words. Noun from 1926, and the C is often capitalized. This is a Chinese lacquered folding screen. Uh, and and maybe the, uh, the material is made from these calamander trees, possibly. Maybe. Okay, so the words in this episode were corn salad, corn silk, corn snow, corn stalk, corn starch, corn sugar, corn syrup, cornu, cornucopia, cornuto, corn whiskey, corny, 
Coradi, Corolla, Corollary, Coromandel, Coromandel Screen. I think I think I'm gonna pick corn syrup as the word of the episode because this this is the stuff that we've we've been complaining about this for a while, a lot of us. And I I uh, I think it's a really good idea, as I said before, to try to avoid uh, too much corn syrup. Maybe a little bit is fine, but it's just this. It's often the first the first ingredient in so many foods, and we we allow this to happen, and we just don't need it. It is so unnecessary and so not good for us to be ingesting so much of this stuff. I I believe, and I you know. Scientifically, if you look at people who eat a lot of this stuff, they might not be very healthy. So I just want people to be healthy and happy and not be paying a bunch of money for medical bills that they don't need to be spending. A lot of this is avoidable. That is my uh, opinions for the day. So the holidays, uh, it is Independence Day in, uh, in Kosovo, it's what is it? it celebrates the independence declaration of Kosovo in 2008 and this is still partially recognized why isn't why is it not fully recognized and uh where where were they becoming independent from Libya has revolution day let's go check this page uh oh I like this very much it is random acts of kindness day I do think that we should be doing this every day but maybe today especially uh, we can we can have lots and lots of random acts of kindness. What can you do? Find, think of think of so there's so many things that you can do. Do something, do something to help somebody and then do it again tomorrow. Um, in Belgium, it is commemoration of all the defunct members of the royal family. Hmm. It's an interesting one. The fun holidays. It is Champion Crab Races Day, My Way Day, National Cabbage Day, National Cafe Ole Day, National Indian Pudding Day. That is observed three times in the year November 13th, February 17th, and June 27th. Why do we need it three times a year? National PTA Founders Day. National Public Science Day. Who shall I be day? Who Maybe you can be somebody else today. World Human Spirit Day. That sounds interesting. Anything else? Nope. All right. What a great place to end this episode. The same place that I end them every single time. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.